Ahoy, motherfuckers. Oh. <laughs> I'm here. Brandon's here. Devin's here. This is uh, Hindsight. We're talking Mortal Kombat. Faded that out, but I didn't really feel like it. <laughs> That's the best ready, theme song of all time. It really is. It really in, is. Movies. in movies, you know what? I can't, I can't even argue with you on that one because it's really not bad. And I think that that's also what I'm going to say about this movie. It's really not bad. Like, are they going to play that theme in the new one that comes out next year? You oh, think? they better. They got, first of all, you can remix it. We're better now. We can remix that. So, Devin. Yes, sir. How old were you when you first saw this movie and what were your thoughts on it? Oh, God. Uh, when did it come out? I seen it when it came out. 95? Yeah. Uh, I was like, uh, is this supposed to be hell? Because I was like, that, <laughs> huh? And then I was just like, uh, the animatronic Goro that joint I wanted more from Goro and he didn't give me nothing but I realized he looked like his head got shrunk and I didn't like that part Um, and then I was um, like isn't that Highlander? And yes that's Highlander yeah um, those are my thoughts really and I was like oh I was like I really didn't like how Sub-Zero and Scorpion were done but I was like because Sub Zero was my favorite back in the day, but uh, yeah, that's that's it pretty much. It was you know I was disjointed. The, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl that year. Go Cowboys! Um, that was the last one. That's true. Brandon, thoughts? No, I saw it when it came out. I thought it was fun. I watched this movie like once a year, every year. Um, and for many years, I watched it just to talk about how bad it was. But for some reason. This time I watched it and I didn't think it was that bad. Maybe it was because we watched like 18 bad movies in a row, like really bad movies in a row. Exactly. So this felt better, but I uh, I enjoyed myself watching this film. I'm I'm thinking that you know we kind of like our senses have been dulled by fucking Double Dragon and 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 the Legend of Chun Li. Oh, but that's this, so bad. I think I think okay. So I think the thing is about this movie mm -hmm. this movie is the equivalent to brandon and i of you being on a road trip going from sacramento to portland so it's a eight nine hour trip mm -hmm. and your parents know you're hungry but they mm -hmm. drive past like eight McDonald's when you're like nine years old. They drive by like eight McDonald's and a couple of Burger Kings and Carl's Jr. And you're looking at all of them pointing <laughs> and screaming, there's a McDonald's, there's a McDonald's, there's a McDonald's. And then they finally pull over and they go to IHOP. And oh. you know IHOP's not that good. Oh. But you've been hungry for so long for actual <laughs> food 
that it's okay because you've been deprived of actual sustenance for like this entire fucking podcast series. Like we have not had good movies in such a long time, Brandon. It's literally been since the first month where we were talking about Set It Off and Boys in the Hood since we've had a good movie, Brandon. Wow. I don't oh, remember the last good movie we had. I think it was maybe New Jack City, Boys in the yeah, Hood, New and Jack set it off back to I, back. Well, I enjoy People Under the Stairs, but I wouldn't say that's good. It's not good. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's good. That's that's like your Well, this isn't good either. Let's not, hold on, let's not, it, let's not, not get carried away. This no, isn't good. No, but as far as video game movies go, this is substance. This is IHOP. Uh, I mean, that's a little far. <laughs> so... Well, I, I'm gonna just chime in right now. No, um, wait, 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 wait. Before you that's chime like in, saying, that's Brandon, like saying, Brandon, wait. Let me clarify what I'm saying when I say IHOP, so then the listeners know what I'm talking about. I run a catering company. In my catering company, we have a 40 day dry aged ribeye steak. That shit is fucking fantastic. IHOP has a T-bone steak. That is literally the length of your finger turned sideways. So it's like the length of your pinky. Like that's <laughs> that's the thickness of it. Mm-hmm. It's not thick at all. It has no flavor. It's nothing but grease on top of it. Mm. It's it's not even close to a good thing, but in desperation, you'll eat it with an omelet. <laughs> so uh, some people eat I, that shit for fun. No, what you're saying is basically like Trump wore a mask to a hospital one time. We should give him credit for taking care of the coronavirus. Nah, like, that is the, that. that is like the lowest of bars. But I, I always say this, a movie doesn't have to be good for you to enjoy it. And I enjoyed watching this bad movie. This time is, out, time, time okay, out. I, go for it, Debbie. I have to, to, to make this statement because my cousin made me and his wife, which I feel like was a hate crime, Watch this movie, and we didn't know what this movie. I watched it yesterday. I did not know what he was doing when he was going to set up the movie to watch it. And I'm like, oh, we'll watch it. What? Why are we watching? You don't care about me. He didn't care about me. I got hate crime yesterday, and I feel like I'm here because I was a victim of a hate crime. So um, the movie was it's still not good. Um, it was enjoyable because I did watch it with Brandon, but. It was still an awful movie. That reminds me, Rashani. We also watched, not to get completely off topic, but we also watched that Borat movie. We need to re- review that. I heard. We need to review that. So just put that on the list somewhere. God. Um, so Mortal Kombat is the 1995 movie uh, created by Paul W.S. Anderson. Uh, I like saying his name because he also made one of my favorite movies of all time, which is uh, Isle of Dogs. Oh, good. That's a good movie. Yeah, Really good movie. And so when I saw that he was the one who directed this, I was like, okay, I I can see it. And this is also the first video game movie that we've had that actually has a storyline that kind of sort of sticks to the storyline. It does do that. Yeah. It does. Um, So... 
The synopsis as given by IMDb is three unknowing martial artists are summoned to a mystery island to compete in a tournament whose outcome will decide the fate of the world. What really happens is this. Sonya sneaks on the boat. I don't fucking know how she got on the boat when everybody else had to show a scroll, but Sonya snuck onto the boat. Johnny Cage was an actor who was invited onto the boat and given a scroll by Sang Soon, who sucked up the soul of some nobody. So then Johnny Cage could get on the cruise. Okay, so my thing is, Sonya, they wanted to get Sonya on there because that's why Kano was there. She was like, oh, I'm here to find Kano. So that's why I'm gonna get on this boat. Um, so, why did you want Johnny Cage there? I so was his was his actual master like a real person? And 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 yes. does anybody on this boat know how to do their special moves? Well, they don't have special moves yet. They just, you know, they just they're just you know Sonya's a special forces woman, and Johnny Cage is a, is like Bruce Lee, white Bruce Lee. He's John Claude Van Damme, mm-hmm. and and Luke, Luke Kang does, you know, Luke Kang's had training, but yeah. he don't believe in himself. The whole the trope of the film is that he don't he don't fully believe in himself. And he just going because Shang Tsung took his brother's soul with no regard for his life. Also, who who signing waivers to get their soul taken in this tournament? Because apparently that's a good question. Cause he get everybody sold. He get everybody sold. Like niggas, he didn't. Nobody got a fatality done on him in this movie. He just thought they sold, which I Kano think is fucked it. up. And he didn't even take Kano's soul. Would you want Kano's soul with that That's big ass putty eye patch thing that he has on his face? That's can he not see out of it? I feel like he, if it's how red, do, I feel like he can see out of it. How the fuck do you hide from people when your light is shining so brightly? <laughs> He can turn it off. No, he can't. He can turn oh, it man. off. He can turn that, it off. That nigga can't even blink. <laughs> Cyclops, Cyclops' eyes don't glow all the time. Oh, God. That, that nigga was... tried to hide from Sonya, and she was like, he's right there. He was like, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Again, back in the beginning of the movie, what the fuck? How you go up into a club just shooting the shit up, but you special forces? You're not supposed to be killing innocent people. And why you leave Jax behind like he a puppy dog? Well, wait till next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, at the beginning of the movie, Liu Kang has a dream that Shang Tsung fucks his brother up. Now, the question I had initially was how the fuck did Shang Tsung find his brother? Because the tournament only happens once a generation. So is Shang Tsung just walking around town, just fucking niggas up and stealing their souls? Like, is yeah, that what we're doing mean, on these streets? So that's no, what I think. it's Raiden. Raiden is a fuckboy. Raiden be playing both sides. Because I feel like Raiden and Shang Tsung got this agreement, this this uh, gentleman's agreement about who they fighters is. And they get together. They they put, they was like, oh, I'm going to get Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, and, and who the fuck? Uh, no, Raiden. Raiden went through the went through Earth Realm, and he picked the three fighters, the four Fuck fighters it. who he thought was best, who were Sonya, Johnny Cage, Luke Kang, and that random black dude. Art, random black dude. Art Art Lean. That's Art, name. who didn't really have 
he's not in the actual game. He just showed up, and when they talked to him for too long, I was like, that nigga gonna die soon. Yeah, but then they substituted no. another black dude to die at first. So the dude with the the uh the nice micro braids, the fresh ass micro braids, mm-hmm. um, he was in a show on Fox that used to display martial arts shit, and it's called WCA. I don't remember what it's called. Brand. I really thought it was called WCA. I was <laughs> like that. That goes. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you talking about. <laughs> Yo, Brandon. I was going through everybody's Wikipedia page. So Sonya Blade is married to Pete, Pete Sampras. Yeah. Uh, Raiden has a kid by Diane Lane, which is crazy to me. Um, what else? Oh, Johnny Cage uh, married to Batty. Uh, okay, you're going then, too deep into a hole that, that yeah, that you're going too far. Movie. Um, okay, no, okay. So what I found out first was that. Okay, I was like, okay, Kano's accent is fucking horrible. And at first Awful. I was like, okay, this is an American trying to play, trying to do a British accent. But no, it's not. It's a the British Australian. dude trying to do an Australian accent. Yeah. Didn't know that He's was a British. thing. He's British. He's British. Kano was British. And what happened is that the dudes who made Mortal Kombat actually mm-hmm. wrote into canon that um, Kano was Australian because the guy who played Kano in this movie lied and said he was Australian so he could get the role. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but then after they show um, they show Liu Kang's brother getting killed by Shang Tsung, you're next. Um, then they they show him waking up in a cold sweat in a green lit room. Like, how the fuck do y'all sleep in rooms with lights on? I, I still don't get that. But anyway, um, then they go to Johnny Cage fighting against people. You can tell that he's acting. And one nigga who he's fighting against is so bad at acting that he doesn't even know he's supposed to fall down after he gets hit. So Johnny Cage says, this is where you fall down. And Trash. then the dude falls over. I've never seen the guy who played Johnny Cage in any movie since. Oh, because he's a martial artist and he uh, married somebody that's uh, on soap uh, on soap operas. So then after that, they um, Liu Kang and Sonya, well, Liu Kang and Johnny both get invited to the tournament. Uh, Sonya just walks on the boat. Everybody else is handing their scroll to somebody so he get on the boat. Sonya no, no, Sonya, no, that's not what happened. Yeah, Sonya they were chasing after Kano. Kano and- went on the boat. Mm-hmm. Shane's son told him, yeah. To Kano went on arms. the boat and then and then Sonia came after her. How he how'd she get on the boat? She didn't she got have an invitation. She got jurisdiction. She, she didn't stop nobody and say I got jurisdiction. She just got on the boat. She got and she of got all ID. boats to get on. Seriously. <laughs> well, I wouldn't get on that old ass boat. That ball like something from Bloodsport. Matter of fact, this whole movie reminded me of Bloodsport. You would not catch me getting on that goddamn boat. Man. Not once. Not once. So then they are uh, cruising and no, no, they're not even cruising yet. Liu Kang is standing at the water looking pensive and shit, looking over the, the harbor or whatever. Johnny Cage shows up and sees this Asian guy and just believes he's a fucking bellhop. Yep. And says, take my bag. That was so good. That was some great racism right there. 
right upper level racism. Luke Kang takes his one bag and throws it into the ocean. <laughs> he ate that shit. I would have fucked that dude up. Now, Devin thought Devin was dumb and didn't think Devin's when he got to the island, he goes, How come he has bags? I thought Luke Kang threw him in the ocean. I said he one. threw one bag. But I didn't Nigga, know he all he was carrying was one bag. I said the same goddamn thing. No, he had like eight thousand bags. You don't remember that shit? Eight thousand bags. What I'm I saying? saw the I 8, never saw the eight thousand bags. He got I out the limo it. and it was like eight thousand bags sitting there. And I'm like, why do you need all these bags for your karate trip? I'm just glad he had something to wash his ass. Either it was just a karate trip. Now, on the flip side of that. Why does Liu Kang and Sonya go on a trip with no clothes? None. Exactly. None. Wearing the same funky ass stuff and fighting. Also, well, Sonya must have known she was. Uh oh. Beatboxing. He roboted it. Uh-oh. Also, I want to give credit to Christopher Lambert, who was talking like Batman and Batman Beyond Fuck before him. Batman was Fuck talking like him. Batman. I just want to say that. You know, uh, I'm the Thunder God. What is that supposed to? That and then Luke Kang was like, nigga, Luke Kang was like, nigga, you ain't no Thunder God. <laughs> and so Raiden offered to prove to Luke Kang that he's Raiden. And what that meant is that a thunderclap sounds when Raiden gives Luke Kang a simple ass arm drag. And then his eyes flash a little bit. That's how Hate you know him. he's Raiden. Hate him. Hate him. If he wasn't Highlander, I would, I would turn the movie off. But he's Hollander, so I, I, I get a pass. You get a pass. And so then all of the main characters in this movie somehow gather at the bottom of the boat so you know who's on which side. So on one side, you got Sonya, you got Luke, and you got Johnny. On the other side, you got Sang Soon, and you got my nigga Scorpion and Sub-Zero, who Sang Soon is like, yeah, they're my slaves. Doesn't say anything about how they've been funking with each other for like generations, but um, <laughs> and then Raiden shows up, and then Kano shows up, and now there's a whole lot of people in what should be a small ass space because that boat looked tiny from the outside. It's a mystical boat. You saw it appear out of nowhere. Exactly. Boat. So then they talk to each other. They, you know, kind of threaten one another, and um, Shang Tsung and his boys leave. And then Liu Kang says, you really are Raiden. And Raiden's like, come with me. And then he fucking teleports. <laughs> like the nigga literally teleports. They don't know where he went to. Come with me, teleport. Just like, wait. It was like Brandon saying, oh, my computer's up. Disabled. Just gone. Just <laughs> nothing else. Like, where the fuck did you go? And then he tells them, look. Shang Tsung cannot take over the planet yet because in order for them to take over the planet, they have to win 10 straight tournaments to invade the world. Oh, all right, cool. We got time. How many has he won? Oh, <laughs> they lost the nine. nine. <laughs> like Raiden, your selection, your GM qualities are shitty, dog. <laughs> they won also, the last they said Liu Kang is the descendant of Kung Lao. Kung Lao. I could have swore he was Kung Lao's brother. Let's look I could have swore he was Kung Lao's brother, in the in the in the or like like I could have swore he was Kung Lao's brother in real life. He's I a mean, warrior of the light, though. I know that he's life. part of the light He's warriors. a former Shaolin monk and a member of the White Lotus Society. 
Um, Kung Lao is the brother of oh, brother like friend of the serious main protagonist, Liu Kang. But he's not his like ancestor. No, he's not his ancestor. They made it seem like Kung Lao came like hundreds of years before this nigga. Mm-hmm. He's a descendant of the great Kung Lao. He's got Kung Lao in his blood. Mm-hmm. I thought Kung Lao was a former teacher. I think that was a, I thought that was a. The way he said it, I thought it was a drug. He got Kung Lao in his blood. Um, also, movie was the one thing that I really didn't like about this movie, and I still don't like about the movie. And I hope the next movie's not like it, but I know it will be. This movie was hella dark for like no fucking reason. I agree. What do you mean like, dark? Like, like it was just dark? always yeah. in the dark and, and, and they'd have like one light and then somebody would be sitting in the light so you couldn't even see that person. <laughs> and then um, like because this movie was done before HD, when you watch it on HD, everything looks like all muted and the colors are pixelated and yeah. it's, it's really badly done. <laughs> and like 95% of the movie is done in the same fucking darkness. Like there's only two scenes I could think of where they're not in darkness. And that's where Scorpion and Johnny Cage are fighting against each other, where you meet Scorpion's pet spear. Yeah, I didn't like that part. I don't like Yeah, that. I didn't understand that at all. Like, like what the fuck? That thing? I didn't know the motherfucker was alive until it flew into a tree and started bleeding. Like, wait, what? I thought it was supposed to be like a chain. It, th- it is a chain. But it's a chain that, that can is. go around corners yes. until it gets yes. right in front of Johnny Cage and then it gets caught like the dog on Tom and Jerry and oh, gets yanked yeah. back. Yeah. It went around like eight corners because Johnny was running hella fast against a spear that should have been flying faster than he could run, <laughs> honestly. And then he it got caught on a tree and had to get yanked back. And then uh, Scorpion teleported. You know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. Sub Zero threw a fucking ice blast. That fucking that was cool for 1995. It was, but they only did it once because that's all they could afford, I guess. So he no, they did it twice. Mid-air. When when was the second the, time he caught somebody in midair and they shattered? No, the that was second the only fatality in the get in the movie. No, there was a bunch of fatalities. No, I'm not talking no. about Shang Soon stealing somebody. I'm talking about Johnny Cage fatality Scorpion. Yeah, he did. Nigga, please. He threw an axe at him or, or a, a, so, a spear no. that, that what, did that hit the methane in his body I, and set him right, on right, fire? Right. No, like, no, no, So I had I had said, Brandon, so you're telling me that Scorpion ain't nothing but fire and Sub-Zero ain't nothing but lift nitrogen inside? Because, like, what? how? Their bodies can't contain it and they freeze or they burn up once they're cut? That's exactly. right. Exactly. Well, no, Johnny Cage cut Scorpion head off with the flaming sword. But he he cut him, and then he started the flame started to come out of him. Like what? Yeah, you know, he walked got, away while he was completely on fire. It was coming up. You know, you're generating it. It's got to come from somewhere, and then he caught it. He caught no, it before it came out. His arm started it had it had the flames at first. Also, Uh-oh. according to Wikipedia, that was supposed to be a friendship because he, he signed. Remember, he signed his name on the thing. He did. You're greatest, my greatest fan, Johnny Cage. I remember that, that was shit. supposed to be like a that was supposed to be like a callback to like friendship. In the nah, them niggas thinking too deep into it. <laughs> well, next week we get animality. I can't wait. Man, for that. don't bring up next week yet. I'm not ready for that shit. That's gonna be horrible. <laughs> um. So then you. after that, we get to see. I don't even know. <laughs> When I saw this, I couldn't unsee it. Oh my God. So you have all of these humans 
playing characters from Mortal Kombat. Okay, that's fine. And then for some fucking reason, they have fucking Randall from Monsters, Inc. playing Reptile. (laughs) Yes. So Reptile wasn't in the original script of this film. He was added... He was added last minute because they did a focus group and the focus group wanted to see Reptile because I guess Reptile was popular. So this came he out was popular. Kombat. I love Reptile. This came out after Mortal Kombat 2. And so uh, he got added. But I don't know why they added him originally as an actual Reptile frozen statue that can turn into the Geico Million? Gecko. He's a chameleon or Gecko. And He's Randall. I'm telling you. like When yeah. y'all see that that thing again, it's Randall. It is Randall. You're absolutely right, sir. Absolutely right. I'm looking at Hold pictures up. on IMDb and I can't even tell who the fuck is doing what because this movie is so goddamn dark. It, it is, well, it is quite dark. So, um, I love how when they got on the boat, we're jumping all over the place because fuck it, why not? Sure. I love how when they got on the boat, uh, Shang Tsung gathers them up and he's like you were here to compete in Mortal Kombat <laughs> like let's just get the name of the movie out the way immediately and get to the ass kicking um, this is after they've uh, been no this is when they land on the island they go in they sit down people start serving them surfboards full of food they don't even get a chance to eat anything before Shang Tsung comes in there and talks to him. And then somebody flips over the fucking tables that had all the food on it. Shang Tsung got carry out from the turkey leg hut. <laughs> and so, so did Kano. Kano's mm-hmm. sitting in another room fucking eating the turkey by himself talking to Goro. Yeah, so How do you go about food Goro? on that island? I don't understand what Goro's purpose was other than to get Song Yu to come to the island. Goro's the big boss. Why get hit in the dick? He got hit in the dick. No, he lost. We got to talk about the the whole idea of fatalities and flawless victories in this movie because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Exactly. None of them motherfuckers was flawless victories. One of no Johnny Cage beat Goro flawlessly. He didn't get hit once. That nigga ran like a motherfucker. He hit him in his nuts. He ran. He came out, he hit him with like a five piece and then knocked him off that cliff. That's a flawless victory. That is. You're right. You're right. That You're is. Right. You're right. He didn't even get touched. So, can I ask you a question? Either one of y'all, at what point did Liu Kang and Johnny and Sonya actually become friends? Never. But I, I don't know. I asked because after the friends. whole racist carry my bag thing, I wouldn't fuck with you. Exactly. Well, you know, maybe Luke Cage's more forgiven than you are. I mean, he is a he is a uh, a disciple of what the this nigga dreams out. of vengeance every night. He is not more forgiven than I am. <laughs> he he looks for vengeance on the dude that killed his brother. That's different than the dude that just said, "Hey, I thought you were a, a bellhop." I thought you were a bellhop because you're Asian. Well, I mean, technically, he's in Hong Kong, so everybody there is Asian. Not everybody. Brandon. I mean, everybody. I mean, he didn't ask the black guy to carry his bag. Cruise lines have everybody as bellhops. That, that wasn't means... no damn cruise line. 
And then Liu Kang didn't even get really a chance. The the first guy he fought, where he knocked him down with a drop kick, and Shang Tsung was like, "That's enough," and just sucked up his soul. <laughs> like hey, that dude okay, was still also, alive. Also, we gotta talk about Katana. What the fuck? Why are you in the movie? So Katana was supposed to have a much bigger role in this movie. It was supposed to be like a whole love story with her and Liu Kang, mm-hmm. but it uh, it got edited out. So it was it was in the movie, but they edited it out. The movie was supposed yeah, to be a they, little bit longer. They didn't have money for that scene because they spent it all on the spear cam that was connected to uh, Scorpion's Scorpion. spear when it was chasing Johnny Cage around the fucking woods. And if a fight happens in the woods and somebody loses, but nobody was there to see it, did it happen? It didn't happen. It didn't fucking happen. These somebody fights happened fucking back. everywhere. Somebody, somebody, somebody just didn't come back. They lost interest and they didn't come back. Fights literally happen everywhere on the island and nobody's ever there. So how did these things get put together? <laughs> was somebody just like, yo, I want to fight that nigga right there. So, <clears throat> so anyway, back to Katana. So she does a, a whole arm-breaking uh, demonstration with Liu Kang to tell him to throw water on Sub-Zero. And then, what? Did, so did Raiden and Katana get together so this motherfucker can win a match? Because he can't beat Sub-Zero? Because that's what it looked like to me. Yes. Yeah. He just told him how, and they just gave him like a little wise tale, like, you know, use the thing that brings life. You know, just a little reminder. So he's for my dick. He could have did that. He would have yeah. got frozen. It would have got broken off. I mean, that wouldn't have worked. I mean, you use telling the me spear. Water brings life. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> also, okay. Before all that, they get jumped by um, they get jumped by these random dudes. Randos. And they beat the shit out of random dudes. Mm-hmm. And then. Raiden is there looking all smug mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, so what are we all going to do about that? And then it's like 8,000 more random dudes. And then the random dudes just let him walk out because Raiden does some sparks from his finger. Horrible sparks from his finger, too. Some sparks. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the way Raiden pulled that shit off was the equivalent of Doc Holliday being like, wow, Johnny Tyler. And he's like, I don't want to fight no more. I didn't even see you there, Doc. Sorry. So we didn't the- see the nigga in white sitting in a dark-ass room on the stairs looking like a fucking sparkler. <laughs> but now that we do, we don't want to fight y'all. There's only three of you, and there's like 50 of us. But Ta- we good. Y'all can go. But the real question is, again, you motherfuckers are human. Why are you? What? Why? Is he paying you? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You're on our team. It's it's oh, like in all the not, movies, you don't know if wins, he's gonna give us they a look human and they're not well, true. earth human. True. true, true. They could be middle earthers. They from Outworld or some shit. Outworld and Middle Earth or what? I don't know. So when Sub Zero and Liu Kang fought each other, Raiden comes in first, dressed like a fucking janitor, carrying a bat or carrying a bucket and sets the bucket down. I didn't understand why he was camouflaging himself like a fucking janitor. You just scare like 50 niggas. Don't nobody want smoke with Raiden. Raiden doesn't fight through this whole movie. Useless as fuck. Did not fight the whole movie. Only thing he did was set down a bucket of water. 
If I'm sub zero, I see that bucket of water and I immediately kick that shit over. <laughs> Not gonna give me what that hokey doke. <laughs> so and again, this motherfucking sub zero made a fucking ice dome. And the that- nigga made a snow globe, right? And and then the water went through it. How? Because listen, that was just like it was. So what he was doing was he was gathering all of the the cold air, the moisture in the air, uh-huh. and he was bringing it into himself to form into an ice ball. Mm-hmm. And before it could get there, Liu Kang threw water. So when it hit that cold air, it froze, and then it killed him. It's physics. You know what? In, in hindsight, <laughs> I physics. feel like Pixar stole hella shit from this one movie between Randall and 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 Reptile. And um, Sub Zero taking all the moisture in the air and Frozone being like, I just need some water. There's no moisture in the air. I can't get to make my hands cold. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I sue Pixar. I'm just saying. They jacking nigga shit. So Sang Soon watches um, or hears, I guess, about Liu Kang defeating Sub Zero. And so he goes to talk to Goro and he tells Goro, we let these humans win long enough. And Goro's like, at last. And then Goro proceeds to kick like five niggas asses who aren't Sonya, Johnny Cage, or Liu Kang. Just randos. Well, the tournament is between a bunch of different groups of people. So it's other people who want to win the tournament too. It's not just the people we know. They just I know, but bad. what I'm saying is unless he's saying that all these humans keep winning, which makes sense because everybody there is human for the most part. Well, they got to try to win somehow. You got to have bodies. You can't just throw Johnny. You can't have Johnny Cage and Sonya Luke Kang fight every fight. Nope, but you got Art Lee or whatever the fuck his name Art was. You got Art Lee. Art Lean. So that nigga went up against Goro, and I was disappointed because Johnny, Luke Cage, and Sonya are giving him advice. Like they've gone up against a, a four-armed nigga before. <laughs> By the way, they shot a scene with after Art Lean got killed. They shot a scene of them like burying him like under what? under like they had like a funeral. Raiden and Sonya and them had a funeral for him, and they buried him under Kung Lao's statue. It's like some type is, of tribute. You know what? This is like the, the motherfuckers who don't talk to you at all at work. And then as soon as you say you got another job, they start trying to plan you a going away party. I've always liked you, you know. Um, God, we ain't getting no younger. I mean, we might as well do it. Um, but yeah, no. When he died, which wasn't really him dying, it was really just Goro lifting him up so Sang Soon could take his soul too. Sonya and Johnny K screamed no like they knew that nigga their whole life. No! And they black friend, yo. That one black friend <laughs> that they didn't even say the name of. Hey, remember that time we was together? No. Like, is this is this like in The Legend of Chun Lee? Where all of the times that Chun Li and Charlie were together were all in deleted scenes. <laughs> That's what it was. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> so then they're all standing there looking melancholy and shit. Uh, Liu Kang, Sonya, 
and uh, Johnny Cage because at this point, Scorpion's dead, Sub Zero's dead, Kano's dead. They die early. So those three are standing in the darkness looking all melancholy and shit. And Raiden comes out to give them all advice, which is really just reading their fucking minds or whatever, or telling them what their big issue is. And for Johnny, he stands hella far back from and talks to him like, you know, you talk to somebody normally. But for Sonya, he walks up behind her and puts his lips right next to her ear and starts whispering to her. Hey, baby girl, let me tell you what I see. You want to get with some better get with me? Wait a minute. That's how you got to do it. Where do you see my dick? <laughs> Where do you see my dick? Where do you see my dick? I'ma beat that pussy up. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's how you do it. You gotta be manly back in the 90s. You gotta let the woman know that you there. Show him who's boss. Right. So Sonya basically gets his tongue in her ear and then he um, turns into Miss Cleo's ass to read Liu Kang and how he's still feeling guilty about his brother's death because his brother's death is his fault because Liu Kang went to America and his brother tried to follow in his footsteps. That's the reason why it's his fault. That's a, that's a stretch. Yeah. Your brother wouldn't have became a drug dealer if he wasn't trying to follow in your footsteps. You sound like um, what's his face on Above the Rim? I forget Leon's name. In that I'm film. sorry, I'm really thinking about it too. Tommy Shepard. Tommy Shepard, yes. You sound like Tommy <laughs> Shepard. Shep. Oh, Shep. Oh, Shep. The be- but then we get the best part of this film. The best fight scene in this film was Johnny Wait, Cage. We haven't gotten there yet. The best fight scene in this film is Robin Shu's hair, which is very glam rock. And then Yo. Johnny. Yo, for real it. talk. Let's talk about that. How my man, the more souls he takes, the more you for this motherfucker look. And the, the, the more his hair gets slicked back. What the fuck? You talking about what? Shane Sung. He talking about Luke Kane. And also, Johnny used the death of Art Lane to try and get into Tanya's pants. The whole time. I don't, I don't know if anybody else saw that but me, but he was quite sincere about, man, remember when me, you, and Art walked down there where he fought Goro, and then he fought Goro and lost? You got to do what you got to do. You got to work with what you got. Right? That's what he had to work with. Right, go ahead. You were talking about the fight between Johnny and Goro. No, Johnny no. came and Scorpion. The Scorpion was the best fight in this film. They had some. They had to. They had to get over here. They they embraced the video game to an mm-hmm. extent, and then Scorpion transported him to the hell dimension, which he can do. And then they're down in hell, and Johnny's trying to fight him, and Scorpion's fucking him up. And they did the flip and the the shadow kick, and then Johnny uses his uh his 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 awareness to get a shield when Scorpion rips his mask off to show his skeleton face. And he tries to use a fatality on Johnny, but Johnny wasn't uh, knocked out. So he blocks it, throws a shield at him, rips his head, chops his head off, and then signs a picture of himself and somehow transports out of hell, which that I, part, I don't know how that Okay, happened. I just want to point out a few things. One, apparently hell is scaffolds. Yeah. Yes. Again, 
Hell is a million scaffolds. That's all that was was a fucking scaffold match on WWE. Um, also, was his spear dead? Because he didn't use it. Once they got down there, and it would have been a perfect time because Johnny would have been able to dodge it. No, the head of the spear got stuck in the tree. So when it came back, it didn't have the sharp part anymore. It was just the... The cable? Just the cable. (laughs) They should have made a side story about Scorpion, his zany little friend, his spear face. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that Scorpion represented himself much better than Sub-Zero. Yes, and those are more what? See, Sub Zero and Scorpion were probably the two most popular characters at that point. Mm-hmm. So for them and to they, die, and pissed they me just off. had them die quick, quick and easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Scorpion, at least he died, you know, fighting. Sub Zero didn't even get a chance to do anything. That nigga just sucked up all the moisture and then died by ice. Like, yo, nigga, how you die? A fire. Yo, nigga, how you die? I was murdered. Yo, nigga, how you die? Well, see, my my thing is, I make ice. That was behind the evil Sub Zero. <laughs> that was behind. So uh, then, out of nowhere, Johnny requests to fight Goro. Um, because he's trying to get the pussy. He's trying to get the pussy. He's trying to get the pussy. This, Raiden this, stands back and watches. Mm-hmm. Like Raiden still hasn't fought nobody. I feel like him and Shang Tsung weren't supposed to fight, and Shang Tsung was just breaking the rules, and Raiden was like, "I can't." But (laughs) so I thought that Goro was gonna whoop Johnny's ass until he broke Johnny's glasses, and Johnny was like, "Those were five hundred dollar glasses, dude." And then he punched him in the balls, which I didn't know Goro had balls because when I did that in the actual game and I tried it once, shit don't happen. Nothing happens. You don't even get close enough to Goro in his action. In the first Mortal Kombat, you can't even get close enough to Goro to hit him with that ball shot. I didn't play the first He he gonna sky jump on you. He gonna sky stomp your ass. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then pick you up and then yeah, no. I think they used a a puppet of some sort. Yeah, they used animatronics and they were scared as shit that he was gonna fall into the water. So they ended up having to make a whole nother sound studio or a whole nother sound station um, in Los Angeles, specifically for the Goro fights. He looked like they took Crypt Keeper's head, put some molds on it, put a ponytail on the back, and um, they couldn't just find a seven foot dude and put some prosthetics on him. You got to stop trying to find better. seven feet dudes who can act. And can you could have. This was nineteen ninety five. You could have got the Big Show. That's before. No, the Big Show won the belt in nineteen ninety five. His first he match. Did? That was yeah. Same Valentine's Day Massacre was in ninety five. No, no, that it was, was WCW. He was in WCW before then. He was the no, giant. WCW ain't gonna let him act. They only let Hulk Hogan act. That was a rule. You could have let the Big Show. You could let the Giant roll up there. He was big as fuck. Should have shaved his head off. Gave him some prosthetics. He could have been Goro. Boom. It was a missed opportunity. Just missed his opportunity. That's hindsight. All you had to do. Look, look, we're bringing full circle. That's hindsight. We could we could have did it. Hindsight. Boom. So then Randall pops back up after Johnny beat Goro, which is still some upper level bullshit. I don't Johnny care what you say. 
Sorry. That nigga nope. winning was incredible. Um, so then Randall shows back up and he's fighting against Liu Kang. And that's when he actually goes into the body of what a fucking gargoyle and turns into the human version of reptile, which looks just like Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero Scorpion. Mm-hmm. And because it's dark, I thought it was actually Sub-Zero for a second. And then I realized now nah, he's green. And then I looked and then I found out that all three weren't played by the same fucking character, which I thought I did. So then Reptile and Sub Reptile and Luke Kang were fighting each other. And my eldest son walked into the room and he watched it for a second. He was like, this is a very 90s fight scene. There's a <laughs> lot of slow motion, a lot of close-ups, and that music. Music's a goat. <laughs> the Every music, time it the, came the, on, it got me hyped. Soundtrack went platinum, dog. Also, this is the time where Liu Kang actually used hit one of his moves. He used that bicycle kick, which looked bad as shit. It's terrible. That's the worst part. Worst part. And Katana still hadn't done shit. Nothing. But they didn't even turned, give her her fans. Nothing at all. They but they they fans. had her there to tell him. You have three challenges coming up. Your enemy, yourself, and your worst fear. Well, I so mean, then, she was 10,000 years old. Maybe she was resting. So then, <laughs> so then by that time, uh, Shang Soon has snatched up Sonya for some reason. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to fight Sonya to open up the, the gates of hell to Mortal Kombat. And Raiden's still like, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> and so Johnny Cage and Luke Kang are like, yo, one of us is gonna have to fight that motherfucker. So then they step into the area where Shang Soon is with Sonya, who is somehow now in a completely different outfit. What, to what quote the homie Reese, who the fuck changed her clothes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Shang Tsung did that because he was getting ready for his bride. He got the, she gave he got his her hair done. Got her a nice little dress, put some makeup on. Yeah, I always wonder Thanks. about these things. So you're telling me the Shang Tsung stripped her down? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he probably, you know, get you know, he probably said, you know, put this on or I'm gonna kill you. And <laughs> he left he left the room and let her put it on. <sighs> put this on or I'm gonna take your soul. You see me do but, it. But like then, yeah, times. yeah, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. So yeah. I would do it. Now, I damn sure doing it. I seen what he did. I seen he just taking people's souls. Now, do you have to be conscious for you to take your soul, though? Do you have to be conscious? No. Them people were knocked Everybody out. He took his soul. Yeah. Which feels like they didn't give consent. That part. Thank you, sir. Can you give consent for, for that? You can if you're awake. Consent is important no matter what. I didn't give you consent to take my soul. I did not sign a form. Well, maybe like Devin asked about earlier. I did not sign. I didn't check that box. Look. Look. Right here. Unchecked. <laughs> Uncheck, nigga, <laughs> send me home. It is called Mortal Kombat, fight to the death. It's called Mortal Kombat, not fight to the death. Yeah. Fight to the death. Mortal Kombat <laughs> literally means two mortals are fighting. Who lost a fight that didn't die? Nobody. Everybody Goro. who lost a fight died. Goro. Goro died. He got knocked off the cliff 8,000 feet in the air. <laughs> off the top of the oh, damn tower. Oh. The, Scorpion the died. Sub Zero died. Katana and Luke Kane, that wasn't died. a fight. That was an exhibition. 
Nope. That was an exhibition. That's why. That's why nobody won. It was an exhibition. So Shane Sun just no, stopped this shit, and Shane Sun can do shit because he's the emperor's daughter. You notice that uh, when Sonya did the handstand flip that she usually does, she couldn't even do it right. Yeah, she wasn't the best athlete in the film. Yeah, she had to like turn to the side and kind of just like, okay, I'm gonna fall over and you fall over too. Bink. Hey, she married a piece of though. So, so Liu Kang sees um, Sonya, who's now all chained up. And so she's a powerful character who gets nerfed. So then the men around her gain power because she's captive because it's a 90s movie. So Liu Kang challenges Shang Tsung to Mortal Kombat on the Mortal Kombat insignia. And the club music came back. And both him and Carrie, both Robin and Carrie, who play um, Liu Kang and Shang Tsung respectively, can both fight like a motherfucker. So this was dope as fuck to me. I know that y'all say Johnny Cage can fight, whatever. I know these two can fight. And that shit was amazing. Oh yeah, that was a good. That was a, the fights in here weren't really bad, except mm. the Sonya and Kano fight. Mm-hmm. That was the only one. Because you could tell who couldn't actually fight in this movie, and I it was agree, those I two. Agree. I agree. So then, uh, Liu Kang is about to. He's still challenging him, but before he could challenge him, Katana says, "Face your enemy." And then a bunch of fucking nobodies pop up out the ground like, these are my enemies. He's my enemy. I don't know these guys. Why are they here? I want him. So he beats all of these randos up. And then she skips past face yourself. And goes straight to face your worst fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Shang Tsung turns into Liu Kang's brother and tries to, what? Guilt him to death? That was a smart play. Ow. You know how he was He was, He was. was overly emotional? You know, mm-hmm. seeing his brother got, may, may get him a little too hype, and then, you take, and then you take it from him. Just take it from him. But somehow Liu Kang learned his chi, and he, and he mobilized <laughs> his chi, and he internalized his chi, and he executed his chi with his fireball to kill Shang Tsung. Well, before he killed Shang Tsung, he grabbed both of Shang Tsung's arms, and so two souls came out of him. So I think that took away all of his power, even though he's got like 40,000 souls in him. Two souls coming out of him just sucked up all his power. And then the music from The Last Dragon should have been playing in the background because just like that, Liu Kang had the glow and started whooping Shang Tsung's ass. <laughs> yep. yep, that's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and so then he finally used that fireball on him to knock him into some spikes. The Shang Tsung set up like nigga. Come on now, you're the one who set up the bucket over to the, the doorway. How you walk into that shit? Um, and it's fucking selfish of Liu Kang to not do it till the end of the movie because that means he could have done it whenever he wanted, including when Art Lean was getting his ass whooped. But you never heard Shane, you never heard Liu Kang cry over Art. I'm just gonna point that out. It Johnny got, and Sonya were deleted. like, "No." Liu Kang was like, eh. <laughs> "It 
They got good, deleted. nigga. <laughs> they got deleted. Okay, Leave level up, people. bitch. <laughs> and so he kills Shang Tsung, and I don't know how the fuck they got home. They got back on the boat. <laughs> you gonna tell me that you could just get back on the boat and go home after you just killed the guy who told them to pile? You the won the, the tournament. Place? You won the tournament. Did he though? He won because the then they get back to they get back to Shang Tsung's Buddhist monk island, and as soon as they step out the boat, fucking Shao Kahn pops up for an immediate sequel setup, and now Raiden wants to act like he gonna fight. That was the that, that was the projection of Shao Kahn. Hate that. Hate he it. projected himself through uh, dimensions. Raiden projected that he could fight through dimensions, and that nigga was useless. He did one hip toss through the entire fucking movie. <laughs> and how I'm the fuck did Sia you... and Johnny start dating? Um, nothing. Well, that, you know, Johnny nothing saved that... her. He no, beat he didn't. Luke Kang did. He beat Goro. Yeah. And then Luke Shang Tsung you know, snatched up Sonya. He had to beat Goro first, so that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> I'm just saying, their whole relationship is built on a bunch of negativity and it's Johnny toxic. Cage has been an oblivious-ass white man. It's, it's toxic, it's, but it, that's per the usual in 1995. So Very true. Sonya and Johnny are together. Katana and Luke Hang are together. Raiden never fought, not once. And then at the end, Raiden gets into a stance like he's about to fight and the screen freezes and the Mortal Kombat theme starts playing again. They did their stance too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is much better than how they ended that Street Fighter movie. I'll give them that. The Street Fighter movie was more fun than this. I agree. It was. Funny. It but this was. was a better movie than that. Yes. I agree. Mm-hmm. And now we get to the superlatives. Yep. Evan, who's the MVP? Um, I'm going to go with, this is an unpopular, Katana. Boom, she did it. Didn't do much. Got, got deleted out the movie mostly and still made the hero of the movie. No, a star. not the kayfabe MVP, the actors. Oh, not in the movie, but like, and who was the best actor in the film? Who had oh. who did the best job? Oh shit! Uh, I gotta be Shang Tsung, I guess. Cause yeah, I'm not giving that shit to fucking Raiden. Punk Harry ass. had a great time doing this role. <laughs> he did. He like he was eating up all the scenery. Yeah, I, he was I, I thought the Shang Tsung. Who who played Shang Tsung? Carrie. I thought I thought he was uh, I thought he was energetic and fun. Again, I hate every it. time he stole some souls, he got younger and his hair got more slicked back. Like, I was like well, yeah, oh. that's what happens when you steal somebody's soul. So, Duh, he's stealing young people's souls. Shang Tsung like eight thousand years old. Facts. All right, you're right. You're right. He gotta he gotta get younger somehow. How else you supposed to do that? What about you, Rashani? You know, I gave this a whole lot of thought, and I think that the MVP was the fucking theme song. Yeah, oh, de-
undefeated. It's undefeated. Uh, completely. If fucking I mean, wasn't Johnny Cage, I know that much. I thought Johnny Cage was great. Boo! How did you not find him entertaining? I Finding him good. entertaining and him being the MVP of the movie are not the same thing. He was the most enjoyable part of this film. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yes, he was. Goro his, was the most enjoyable part for me. No, Goro was terrible. Goro was horrific. You know who was the MVP of this movie? Motherfucking Art Lean. That's who was the MVP of this movie. He made everybody care about him. They bonded over his death, son. I real. Do shit, but get his ass whipped. <laughs> I know, but somehow <laughs> he was the engine that kept them all going. Not that even Ray could Black bring. You know what? Art Lean was the fucking. What's the dude's name from Agents to Shield? The uh, the 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 leader. No, don't Black even Colton? disrespect Phil Coulson Colton? like that. Colton, Phil Colton, Colson. You're not going to disrespect Phil Coulson Art on the air the with Phil me. Phil Coulson, no, of the he's Mortal not. Kombat tournament. No, you will not sully the name of Agents of Shield in relation to this piece of shit that we just watched. All I'm saying <laughs> is this: no, when they both died, everything just fell into place. Mm-mm. Nope, that's different because Coulson came back to life twice. Oh, so I'm sure Art Lean will be in the next movie. So now. So and the now. nigga's name was Art Lean. That is a rapper name. MVP for show. Devin, who would you cast as Sonya if you redid this? Um, oh, that's hard. Oh, Brooke Shields, but it don't have that, they don't have Brooke Shields money. Um I don't <laughs> think Brooke Shields is athletic at all. Neither is fucking Sonya in this movie. Well, I guess that's a good point. Uh, Alicia Silverstone. Boom. Okay. She couldn't fight either. Okay, we can keep doing that. I was going to say uh, Christina Applegate. So in the new movie coming up, Jessica McNamee is playing. Who? who Jessica McNamee is playing Sonya. I don't know who that is. She was on... She was in the make. So what? The shark movie. That's probably where you know her. She was in a bunch of TV shows. So she's playing. Okay, so this is who's going to be in a new movie. That's probably. uh, Josh Lawson is playing Kano. Who the fuck is he? He was in. Where would you know him? None of these shows. I feel like you're making up names. No, I'm looking at it right now. It sounds real good because I can't tell. I don't know who that is. (laughs) Makad Brooks is playing Jax, it looks like. Mikhail Brooks plays Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl. That black Okay, dude. yeah, that, that works. Oh, I thought he was the dude who played um the captain from Deep Space Nine. No, that's somebody, although he would be Avery Brooks. He would be fine. Hey, they got a lot of Asians in this in this cast, and I'm I'm okay with it. A lot yeah, of, they're uh, doing it. Well, it's in doing Thailand. It correct. Lewis Tan's in the film, but they didn't say who he's gonna be. He could be whoever he wants, according to Stephanie. Choo-choo! That's for you, Stephanie. <laughs> Ludy Lynn is the person playing Luke Kane. Wait, his name is really Ludy? Ludy Lynn. He was in Black Mirror. Uh, he was in Aquaman, too. He played Merc in Aquaman. Oh, he oh, played okay. uh, He played the Black Ranger in the Power Rangers movie. So the last was, one. Was the Black Ranger black in the Power Rangers? No, he was no, Asian. No, no, no. That's what I thought. I had a problem with that. Well, the Black Ranger wasn't always black. He was well, black he should have been. He was black well, and then he was Asian. Been, yeah. And then the Yellow Ranger was black. 
because they didn't want it to be racist. Because it was racist. That was yes. one of the funny things about it was yes. the fact that it was yes. so blatantly racist. They didn't want the yellow version to be Asian and the black version to be black, so they switched it. Oh, God, I remember that. I don't even remember that show too much because I didn't watch it too often, but I just remember knowing no matter what, the Black Ranger was black and the Yellow Ranger was Asian. And I think the Yellow Ranger being Asian was actually much more racist than the Black Ranger being black because you're Ooh. stating that the skin is yellow, which the racist connotation. Hmm. They got a Japanese man who my wife said, isn't she supposed to be Japanese talking about um, Raiden? They got a Japanese man uh, playing Raiden in this film. I'd have to. And he was in mostly Raiden. Japanese and Chinese movies. Um, the only time, one of the only movies you've seen him in America was he was in um, uh, some movie with Martin Scorsese. Uh, that's it. So they got a lot of Japanese this? and Chinese actors okay. in this film, which is which is good. So you know they they care at least. I think James Wan is doing this too. I think he's doing this film. Which would be cool. Yeah, James Wan, who did all the Saw movies. So he's going to try to... Apparently, he's going to... Apparently, I read an article that, like, the fatalities in this movie are, like, gruesome. Like the video... Like the new video games. Good. Okay. So according to the film, the Outworld Fighters have won nine straight victories in Mortal Kombat. Given that the 10th tournament takes place in 1995, that meant that the Earth Realm had been getting their ass whoops in 1725. It's not that long. They say Katana's, years? They say Katana's 10,000 years old. So that's not that long. Hey, she still got cakes, though. That's not that long. Them cakes ain't good for a 10,000 year old woman. Oh, she's married to, um, nigga. Something brat. I, I, I Benjamin told you I was Brandon make this hate crime, so I had to, I had to keep myself entertained. You should have watched the film. It was in, in it was in uh it was very Brandon, in, I didn't miss much. I didn't miss engaging. Much. It's very engaging. No, don't don't do that. It wasn't. Uh yeah, she married somebody that's on CSI. So, so um all I'm gonna say is Drake does not have a place in this movie because there were no real black folks in this movie, and he's not gonna play my nigga Art Lane. I need to make a shirt for Art Lane. All right. Mm-hmm. There's a whole backstory to Art Lean that didn't get enough respect here, dog. I just want to say Art Lean in the future could be played by Michael Jai Wilson. <laughs> you had to go to your Cali accent? Why not? You hide it. You hide it all the time. Stop hiding it. I don't know what oh, you're talking about. All I'm saying is that nigga could clearly be played by fucking, what's the nigga's name from Hustling Flow? He could be played by that Terrence nigga Howard? too. Yeah, Terrence Howard could play my nigga Art Lane. No, no, no. Terrence Howard was too good for that. Don't be disrespecting him. He's too good for that. This is Mortal Kombat. Nobody's too good for, for Mortal Kombat. Terrence Howard left Rhodey on his own. Yeah, that oh, was no. his fucking mistake. Golly, so bad. I I bet he wished he could walk that shit back. <laughs> So, Kari Hirogi Tagawa was so good at this shit that he was Shang Tsung in season two of Mortal Kombat Legacy. Do y'all remember that? I think it was on Showtime or something. I think that Mortal Kombat Legacy was the um, 
Nope, this wasn't it. Sorry. Animated? Nope. The one that I liked was, was this it? The one where they, it was an online, like a web series for Mortal Kombat. It was dope as fuck. Yes, this was it. No, this wasn't it. Yes, this was it. Fuck it, I don't know. I never seen it. It was dope. If I find it, I'm going to send it to you. But bottom line is this the best Mortal Kombat movie that came out in the theaters in 1995, and we respect that. There's no quote of the movie. There's no nothing like that because it's fucking Mortal Kombat. If you want the quote of the movie, it's probably somewhere on the fucking theme song. Also, Also, a question about the theme song. Theme song didn't come before the movie, right? Like the video game didn't have this music in it. I feel like no. when they had Mortal Monday or whenever they released the fucking game, this was played in a commercial somewhere. No, the movie, the video game didn't. They, well, they had Test Your Might. Test, Test Your Might. Might. I could just see a whole bunch of niggas on MDMA <laughs> with fucking flashlights in the club, like. <laughs> and then there's like three white boys in the middle of the club trying to do karate moves whenever this Yo, song comes Shelby, <laughs> I got a mean visual when you did it. And I've seen that shit happen before. I've seen right? that before. So it's a mosh pit of motherfuckers who can't really fight. So it's, it's white boys <laughs> doing horrible roundhouses and trying to jump kick each other. How you know they can't fight? Because they white? No. See? Racism. No. Racism. No, has nothing to do with the fact that they're white. It's just they're I've seen enough. this shit before. Yeah. Mosh pits as mosh pits as it is, honestly, there's always like three motherfuckers trying to do karate in the middle of a mosh pit. Facts. And they're white. Because like, black folks don't go on the mosh pits. The beavis and butthead shit is a real thing. Like, like when you kick the air and shit, mm-hmm. white people do that shit. That's the real thing. The real Upper thing. level. Mm-hmm. To quote uh, Epic Mealtime, that's a next level maneuver. <laughs> oh, you used to watch Epic Mealtime? I didn't know you watched that. I thought I was the only person who watched that shit. No, motherfucker. I wanted to buy a shirt that said, we're going to get drunk off pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> and bacon. All that bacon. Oh, man. Oh. Thank Boy, you guys but- for letting me be a part of this. I appreciate you guys. You know what? Uh, you make this show so much brighter. Which reminds me of how dark this fucking movie really was. <laughs> and you know, when you really think about it, I'm just going to say that on that boat, at the beginning of the movie, there were no lights on that boat. Mm-mm. So how the fuck did they know where they were going and, and who they were fighting against and who was standing next to them and all that shit? It's a mystical boat with clouds. The clouds uh, are like... Duh, it's a moon. They went under. They went downstairs. There were no lights down there either. No, there were candles. <laughs> I will kick a candle over in the midst of me doing a fucking rage move and set there this whole candles. boat on fire. There were valid candles. Great candles. The best feel, candles. Best candles. The best candles. I feel like there's just a whole bunch of white people who are fighting the air to this music, though, and calling it fucking jazzercise. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, that shit goes, man. That shit goes, yo. Shit goes.
they tried to make them make the uh, soundtrack <laughs> include people such as Janet Jackson. <laughs> what? Oh, the producers were rejected by both Sony and Virgin Records for producing the film's soundtrack. They wanted to use EDM or electronic dance music, whereas the record companies insisted on popular artists like Van Halen and Janet Jackson. The producers finally went with TVT Records, a relatively small record company at the time, and the soundtrack became the first platinum EDM record ever in history. Wow, look at that history. That's could you picture right Janet Jackson on the Mortal Kombat soundtrack? Oh, I could. Oh, I could. Oh, I can't. She could have a whole dance uh, VHS series on this shit. She would have did it. Where's the well, yeah, Ooh. she would have. There's money in them hills, but yeah. still. Whew. So, yeah. Next week. <laughs> I will not be here then. That's fine. Thanks. Oh, God. Next week. Ooh. Next week, we look at the downside of Mortal Kombat. Which is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Annihilation. The movie that was literally so bad that the stars of the movie 20 years later said that it was the worst decision they ever made. I want to look at the cast right now. I don't know who's in this movie. Like, they... Ugh, look, Ugh. Robin Shu was noted as saying that that was the worst decision he ever made was being on Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mm. Well, I don't remember this movie except I, I don't remember this movie. I know it's, I know everybody says it's bad. I don't remember the so movie. Bad. So bad. I don't remember the movie, but I'm I'm quite excited. Oh wow. shit! They recast Sonya. It's just they recast everybody because everybody read the script and said "fuck you." That's what happened with Johnny Cage. No, he literally said, read the okay. script and said he didn't want to come back, so they killed that nigga in this movie. <laughs> the, uh, Katana, she was like, "Oh no, I got my retention. She she got her deal, so she stayed." Katana's in it. Oh uh, god, this movie is rated as the seventy sixth worst movie of all time. It's up there. It's up there. It's up there. Oh shit! Who the fuck is Darren McBee? This mm. nigga like uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter and shit. Robin Shu still has that same fucking hair. What was cool in the first movie ain't as cool in the second. Brandon, Devin actually, Devin. Sheba, you got, you got any shout outs, man? Uh, shout out, uh, Charmaine. Lauren, two old girls, Reese, Mike, we miss you. Um, Rashani, so glad I got to do it. I'm just, it's an honor. I love you guys. Brandon, I got to see you yesterday. It was freaking amazing. And um, thanks for having me on the show, guys. Appreciate it. Brandon, you got anything? No, I'm good. Me, me too. Me too. All right, y'all. Well, for Brandon and myself, as well as Devin, thank you all so much for checking this out. We greatly do appreciate you. Uh, right now, the uh, polls are still leaning heavily towards us doing, well, not heavily. <laughs> it's still leaning towards us doing rapper movies um, after Christmas break. Um, like rapper movies, like what? Like what's a rapper movie? 
Belly, State Property too. Oh, all right. I'm 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 here for it. Yeah, CB4. I've never Fear seen of a Black Hat. CB4 is the greatest movie, one of the greatest movies of all time. I'm shocked you've never seen Fear of a Black Hat before, fam. No, I've never seen that. I've never seen State Property 2 either. I've yeah. never seen Belly 2 either, but I'm glad you ain't making me watch that shit. Nigga, you made a whole Christmas list of shit I gotta watch. You deserve. By the way, no, our Christmas movies are next month. The rapper movies are the month after that. Yeah, so for my Christmas movies month. are amazing list. We have Friday know. after next. I don't know. Hey, but it's big, it's bigger, nigga. <laughs> I love it. We got we got uh Bad Santa. I, I'm here for it. You we know have what? Die Hard. We got Die Hard. We got I'm this excited. Christmas. We got this Christmas. And I think National Lampoon. Hey, yo, I'm and here one of those movies it. ain't going to make it, by the way, because there's another movie that I want to put on there. I just can't remember what the movie was, but it's way better than those movies. Some bad movie that you want to watch. Don't be like that. Some bad movie. <laughs> it ain't better than Friday at the Next or Die Hard. It, I'm sure it is. I'm or sure Bad it is Santa. better than Friday what? After What's better than Friday after? Nothing is better than Friday After Next. See, see, see what I'm talking about, Devin? You see this? This is I don't like this. This is, Friday After Next is a must. Yeah, we had a whole month for Friday After Next. It's called Ice Cube Month. Oh. Mm, scratch Ice oh. Cube Month. Yeah, he, I don't want... He doesn't, no. he doesn't deserve a month now. No, no, yeah. But you want to do Friday After Next? Yeah, you can, right. I could watch a movie. Mm. Friday After Next is an all-time Christmas movie. All-time. saying... Somewhere in this whole list, I'm just gonna put it out this out there real quick. Somewhere in this whole list is not a Christmas story. Yeah, why would I watch that boring? Somewhere movie? in this whole list is not Elf. Why would I watch that boring movie? Have you seen Elf? Elf is, is Elf is it's good. Will Ferrell movie? Yeah, Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, why would I watch that boring movie? I've never seen it. It's I have boring. it. I've had it for years. I just never watched it, but it's not bad. It's but not bad. bro, you're saying that this Christmas is better than Elf, and you've seen both of them. Well, I never seen this Christmas. I good, just heard it was it's good. Oh, no, Elf, you never Elf saw this is, Christmas. Elf is, is is this Christmas good, Devin? I I had this is Christmas it better than uh, Elf, Devin. Devin, yeah, you're better. you're making the decision on this. Neither one of us has seen either movie. It's better. Than, I've seen Elf. Elf is better than this Christmas. Because I, I guess this Christmas is cultural. So it makes yes. you feel better. Rashani don't want to embrace black people. He wanna watch these white movies. <laughs> That's what this shit is. Yo. <laughs> That's all that is. Oh shit. oh shit. That was good. That was good. You know who's in this level. Christmas? You wanna know who's in this Christmas? Idris Elba. Idris Elba, Loretta Devine, Laz Alonzo, Columbus Short, Chris Lauren Brown. London. <laughs> Makai Pfeiffer, Regina King. Look at that. You want to get rid of that? So basically, David Banner. So basically, what you're telling me is that this is a bad idea. It's a good idea. Yeah, that's too many niggas' names who shouldn't be acting. I heard Chris Brown in there. I heard David Banner in there. I heard Columbus Short, who should have been exiled after the shit he did. Um, I think this is before that. Oh, it was way before that. It was way before it. Yeah, this is before that. But you got Idris Elba in there. He's he, you know, Stringer Bell. You got your boy Stringer Bell. You got Laz Alonzo. You gonna have to stop calling that nigga Stringer Bell. Just call him Luther. You got you know, hi, you got Mother's Milk. You got Mother's Milk. You got yeah. Stringer Bell. You got Luther. You got Luther. Thank you. Stop calling that nigga Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell does will not bring up happy feelings in my chest, dog. 
You got the great Lauren London. Stringer Bell's like the nigga who would accidentally sell all of his fucking gifts to Clay Davis because he's a fucking idiot. He was a fake smart nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, Columbus Short's still active. He's doing True to the Game too. Uh, that's not. That's that's not. Wait, doing what? True to the Game too? No, like don't even do it. I don't. Nope. Don't even want to know. <laughs> don't even want to know. Doesn't count. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. True to the Game two has is starring Vivica Fox. She has top billing. Again, Erica no. Peoples. Don't count. Oh, you know who's in this film? The the uh the 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 uh hot the um the sexy inmate dude Jeremy Meeks remember the dude oh oh that God, was no. all over Twitter it's that, jail bay yeah. it's jail, bay. jail bay yeah jail yeah. bay Mm-mm. jail bay's in it Faith Mm-mm. Evans Mm-mm. is in it cancel Christmas cancel Look. Tamar Braxton's in this hey everybody collect their check I ain't mad I am I am never mad if people collecting checks but. I, I bet you this is better than that shit you tried to make me watch. Oh, this is already out. It came out November 6th. What, I bet else? you this is better than, no, that other shit. Um, Dead, Dead Heist? Heist. Yeah, I bet you it's you better than Dead Heist. You keep bringing that up like we didn't just watch Legend, The Legend of Chun-Li. Facts. Legend of Chun-Li was better than Dead Heist. Nigga, go fuck yourself. Dead <laughs> Heist is all-time bad. Nigga, please. Let's go ahead and have this conversation again because, you know, man, man, look at this. Dead Heist had a bunch of nobodies in E40 in it. The Legend of Chun Lee yes. had, had a bunch of nobodies. Uh, no, it had Kristen Croyk and that motherfucker, whatever right. the blonde haired motherfucker's name well, is, yeah, and him. Robin Shu. It had names in it, dude, and it was boring as fuck. One of the worst boring. things about movies being, I can take a movie being bad. I'll laugh through a bad movie, but if your movie is boring, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And it's an action movie that's boring. You're right. Don't ever compare Dead Heist to fucking Chun Li. That shit was horrible. I Matter of fact, listeners, y'all are, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up in the hindsight movie review group on Facebook and let us yes. know which one you thought was worse Dead Heist or The Legend of Chun Li. Fuck no it. That, we'll take it to the that white house. That escalated quickly. I, I didn't know what to do. I was just here for it. But uh hey, um, you know, uh I watch Korean dramas on Netflix. It's called the K2. It's amazing. I read subtitles, I love it. Um, check it out. Um Kevin Hart's new stand-up is hilarious. Um he hasn't been funny in years, and uh he's funny in this. Damn. So watch it. Damn, arrow through the heart. I mean, it's true. But yeah. still, Roshani, we should do a podcast reviewing uh, Scandal. You know Boom! what? Don't do that. Don't do... <laughs> like going through Scandal. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I Scandal would be. Idea. I feel like I when I was watching Scandal, I don't like when I was watching Scandal. I watched it because I I, I I put too much into it to stop watching it when it got mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> But and I, then I just thought, man, this shit is too ridiculous. Like this is so ridiculous. But you know, after four years of Trump, yeah, yeah, you're scandal right, you're seems right. less and less ridiculous, yeah, <laughs> especially no, I, after this election. Yo, this is so much less ridiculous. <laughs> yo, that's the realest shit ever, though. Real shit. That's crazy that we can even have that conversation. Scandal right. seems so much less ridiculous. It might be good in a couple years to go back through Scandal and watch that in in a. Uh, uh, in a serialized manner. Because this shit happened in real life. Nobody stopped it. They were off the rails and nobody stopped him. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. 
So that would be interesting. All right. Okay. So again, for Devin and Brandon, I'm Derek. I hope y'all have an amazing week because next week it's going to be shitty. Peace. Music for Hindsight is Coffee by Cambo Smith, and it's from the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. You don't know by now that you slipped.